You're listening to a new special show from the Logistics Podcast, where we're focusing on interviewing the top 100 UK-based logisticians in the industry today, otherwise known as the Logistics 100. Each month, we'll be meeting a different member of the exclusive list. This Logistics 100, as chosen and voted for this year's independent judging panel on a variety of operational metrics, will ask why they chose logistics for an industry to the current thoughts on automation developments and then delve into what inspires them and what keeps them awake at night. There'll be further insights with the experts in the SHD Logistics magazine, which is available by registering at shdlogistics.com. The first person we want to shine a light on in the Logistics 100 is Gail Emsley Daniels, who is the global carrier manager at fashion retailer Ted Baker. So I caught up with Gail by phone in late May. After all the pleasant treats were exchanged, I started the conversation by asking Gail at which point did she see logistics as a serious career choice? There's definitely people going to university and doing logistics and supply chain degrees, but Back when I sort of got into the industry, it wasn't necessarily something I was aware of. And it wasn't a choice. You sometimes fall into your career. And I feel very lucky that I fell into a career that I absolutely love. And I think that's the key. Once you start enjoying what you're doing, you get good at it. And then when you get good at it, you know, it becomes part of your life. And um, as as that sounds, there's not really anything else I'd rather be doing. I love the pace of it. I love the challenge. You know, it's the 10 o'clock phone call on Friday night. It's the... 8am phone call on Christmas morning on a conference call just to check everything's going. So yeah, I enjoy it immensely and I feel very privileged to be able to be in a position I'm in now actually. So tell me about Tabaker then. I mean, how important is having a strong logistics operations to that company? So Tabaker, I guess, has grown tremendously over the 30 years since it was created and most of our board members are the guys that created the business and some of them are family and and they, they've grown the business organically. They you know, don't use advertising and things like that. So most of the departments there have definitely had to have the challenge of learning a lot of the skills as they've gone. And I got brought into the business, it's been two years now, and my role didn't exist. So there was obviously identified a need that the business has grown so significantly, especially with e-commerce as well, that's the biggest growth area and one of the biggest focuses as well to have somebody that's got that specific knowledge of the industry, especially around the globe, of what is cutting edge, what we need to do to keep up with the Joneses, for instance, and what we need to do to stand out as a retailer. So the logistics function, I think, has become much more prevalent in our business specifically since I joined, and probably just a bit before, when we um, opened our distribution centre about two and a half, three years ago in Derby, and a lot more focus has been put on them. Now, Ted Baker has been in the limelight for rather controversial reasons regarding its founder and former CEO, Ray Kelvin. Are you able to share some sort of insight into the general atmosphere within the company and its, you know, strategic direction? You know, it's a really sad situation that we were in before Christmas. And and like I said, our business has grown over the 30 years with many people being in the business for 20 or 30 years. So it was felt very personally against the business, not only for our ex-CEO, but everybody that worked there, it seemed like a slight on the way that the business operates, I guess. It's like, oh, this looks a little bit quirky and people didn't understand it. So from an outsider's perspective, and the press are really good at making it sound very different to reality, but it was about a friendly family environment. 
or it was deemed that it wasn't really appropriate for a CEO to be behaving that way. So, yeah, I think it was very sad. I think the business is taking a new direction now. It's focusing a bit more on HR and and I think they've put some press releases out in regards to how they're going to handle that. But, yeah, I think, it, it you know, any big change like that for an organisation has to be handled in the right way. And it's, it's always a shame when somebody's been at business for 30 years for that to be kind of the end point to their to their involvement in the company they created. But I'm sure people that are handling that within our business are looking at it in the right way now. Sure. I mean, touching upon that, I mean, as a woman, has working cultural patterns changed for better women since, since the organisational changes at the top? I think just in the industry as a whole, I, I don't think necessarily at Ted Baker, I think the globe, to be fair, over the last couple of years has taken a, a very different turn on the way that making sure that equal rights is, you know, prevalent and, and women are treated equally. And so, you know, anywhere I go, not just in my business, when you're in meetings, people are really cautious about the terminology they use, about a language they may use and apologising continuously. So I think it's a challenge all round, just about culturally, as a society, how people work together. So I don't think that's indicative of our business. I think that's just something that society is going through in general at the moment, trying to figure out the politically correct way to handle every situation. You are listening to the Logistics Podcast, Logistics 100 edition. This is first in a new series. And at present, I'm speaking with Gail MC Daniels from Ted Baker. Over the next few months, we'll be featuring special interviews with Heineken and Gusto. Alongside all these editions, you'll be able to hear other out-of-office podcast editions and our main docu-podcast. If you'd like to get involved with any of our episodes, then please contact david.tran at informer.com. Now, let's get back to the conversation with Gail Emsley-Daniels from Ted Baker. So far, she has spoken about how she got into the industry and her company's logistics operation. Now, let's get back to her direct thoughts on the industry today. I asked Gail what she's seen from retailers within the UK logistics space, which is really inspiring her at present. Yeah, I think there's many retailers, and I think Ted Baker's really fortunate to work with some really good partners, you know, like the likes of ASOS and John Lewis and Debenhams and House of Fraser. And I don't think many retailers have managed to avoid controversy over the last 12 months. You know, the press has been quite focused on the pitfalls of different organisations. But if I look at any of the people that we partner with, as well as all of the big up-and-coming retailers like Boohoo and, and their group, they've all got different approaches and things that you aspire to understand. But I think every business has to identify individual needs for them. I think we've come away from going, what are they doing? Let's see what they're doing and follow that, as opposed to now everybody's thinking what's right for our business and how do we make it a success. There's quite a few logistics activities that we're doing in terms of automation, and we are working with other retailers to see what they've done to make it work. RFID is another one as well that our operation's looking at. And it's quite a costly thing to implement, so speaking to retailers that have got it right is another approach we're taking, but obviously we need to make sure that fits to our business and the way that we want to approach it. Do you feel the warehouse logistics market still suffers from a reputational point of view as a sector that is ragged, male, middle-aged dominated, and suffers from a lack of innovation in comparison with, with other 
advanced industries. You've been in the industry for some time. How have you seen logistics evolved? I definitely think it's more dynamic and I, I don't necessarily think of the logistics industry as outdated. I probably did five or six years ago, but I've worked at some fantastic businesses, including where I am today, and I've never felt like being a woman walking into a room I don't have a say. That that's not part of the career that I've had, whether that's a personal approach for myself, I don't know, but it never feels like I don't have a voice or I don't have an opinion to be heard. And everything we do is innovation. You know, automation is is, is one of the things that has definitely come along in the last couple of years. And most businesses are looking at it. There's not many outdated retailers out there. There's especially in terms of delivery as well. You know, anything's up for discussion and we talk about it all. Whether it's right for the business at the time is, is another matter, but no, I, I don't tend to think that's the way that the industry is viewed, not from my perspective anyway. It's a busy job working in logistics, as you mentioned, about uh, frequent travelling, regular travelling. What do you enjoy doing during your downtime? Is it important for you to have that strong work-life balance? Oh, absolutely, yeah, and I do have family and and I don't actually work in London, so I, I do a bit of travelling and commuting in. So, you know, Ted Bake has been fantastic. And they do encourage a work-life balance anyway for all, all of the teams. But I specifically focus on making sure I, I keep healthy and exercise, you know, boot camp in the mud, fun. But all of those things help keep your mental focus as well. If, you, if you're not looking after yourself, then you're not able to focus on your work in the right way either. So, There's a general skill shortage in the logistics sector with a need to attract young talent what advice would you give to those with aspirations to work in this logistics industry you know I, I always say to any of my team it's about before you can train anybody else you need to have done it yourself I mean that's not always the case but any sort of task within logistics just start from start from scratch and even if you come in at a managerial level make sure you're working with your team to understand all the nuances because it is so varied and you can't put on a piece of paper about all the things that are going to go wrong with a trailer once it leaves a distribution centre en route, especially as it's going across Europe. You know, there's different things and, and crikey Brexit, which I don't even want to talk about. But all of those things you need to understand from a, a low base on what can go wrong in order to then move up the ladder and fix those things and advise people how to do it. Having strong mentors is another really good piece of advice or having people around you that enjoy what they're doing within the industry and just bouncing ideas and talking things through and getting people's opinions and, and I couldn't stress that enough having people within a logistics environment so not necessarily within your organisation that's another key thing people that work outside and other retailers that you can talk to about what they're doing differently mm, sound advice and final one for me is your birthday in this month being that you are a logistics professional, I bet you can organise a brilliant birthday party, right? <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. You know what? So it's, it's my no 40th, worries. actually, in June. And for years and years, I was like, right, on my 40th birthday, I'm having the biggest party. I've moulded over ideas about whether I should do a 90s rave theme or whether I should go really sophisticated, you know. And now it's here. I'm like, nah, don't want it. Don't want the party. I'm happy to just go out for dinner. <laughs> so, yeah, probably could organise a good party. But to be honest, 
I don't know what I don't know what's come over me. I've suddenly got to an age where partying is not my thing, and I'd rather go out for some good food. Thank you to Gail Emsley Daniels, the global career manager at Tabaker. By listening to her speak, you can clearly hear her passion she has for the industry. In July, the Logistics 100 podcast will be speaking to Paula Masterson from Heineken. We'll be asking her about her challenges, inspiration, and what fuels her passion with logistics. Coming soon, we'll be featuring a panel which was undertaken with automation and conveyor solutions experts, Conveyor Networks. And then we'll have our next big bumper docu-podcast, looking at lots of different aspects in the logistics industry. If you like the SHD Logistics magazine, then please do register at shdlogistics.com where you can find the latest news and features. Ta-ra for now.